0: You are very welcome back to the second season of the Leitrim GAA podcast here on FinalWhistle.ie. We have an action-packed show for you today. We're going to hear from the Leitrim manager, Andy Moran, after his side's defeat in their opening league game at the weekend to Cavan in Park, Sean McDermott. We'll also hear from the new captain, David Brown and his teammate, Mark Diffley, on their post-match reactions after the game. We'll also be talking to the Leitrim senior ladies manager, uh, Hugh Donnelly, who will be joining us to talk about their upcoming games in the National League. They host Fermanagh in their first game in 10 days' time. Uh, But also, you may have missed it, but they actually won the Connacht Intermediate Championship in a very low-key, low-profile affair just before Christmas. We'll chat to him all about that game and how that came about. And I passed off Leitrim, obviously, picking up more silverware. And speaking of silverware, we also beat Mayo to win the Connacht Hurling Shield at senior level. Uh, We'll be talking to the new Leitrim hurling captain Martin Feeney about that later in the show. And also, you may have been one of those people wearing your yellow hat proudly on Sunday afternoon in Park Sean McDermott It definitely helped keep the ears warm on what was an atrocious day weather-wise, but a very uplifting day all the same. We're going to be talking to Eamon Degnan about what exactly that yellow hat means. You've seen it out around the roads and the byways of Leitrim as people were walking their 50 miles, which has helped at the time of going to press 140 odd thousand expected to rise maybe another notch or two up that ladder in the next couple of weeks. Now, we're going to start the show really, really simply. We're going to get straight into the action in terms of the post-match reaction videos with Andy Morin, David Broon and Mark Diffie. Now, we have to apologize. there's was an issue, a technical issue with our mic and some of the sound quality is a little bit Poor, so apologies about that. We did want to disrespect the lads who were so kind to give us their time, particularly David Bruin's interview. There's a little bit of wind interference, so apologies about that. But we will uh, rectify that going forward. All of the other interviews were more than happy, no technical problems. But listen, we'll be back to you in just a little while. Uh, but here's what Andy Moran and the two lads from the Leitrim senior team had to say after the game in uh, against Cavan on Sunday afternoon in Avon Money Park. Sean McTimberlake.
1: What's your initial reaction? I mean, great performance, a uh, lot of heart in it, a lot of lot of physicality, a lot of what people like to see from their county teams. Uh, I know the result wasn't what you wanted.
2: Yeah, you could do my interview there. I think you <laughs> summed it up. Uh, that's that's where we're at. Um, yeah. Like you can't be but proud of that performance in terms of uh, like the energy and the enthusiasm and the tackling and what you like. Bruin McGuire Casey, yeah. them guys brought to a dipper in the middle of the field. It was just, um, quite a brilliant to be honest. Which it's a pity we didn't take a few of our chances that we had. a bit yeah. in the uh, in the first half. I think we had one or two overruns where we could have snuck a goal and got it. Yeah. got a chance. Um, but all in all, like you want to win games, of course you want to win games. But all in all, that performance, I think you heard the reaction of Leitrim yeah. fans there. I think uh, it's something that Leitrim are looking for, and I think it's something that the team wants to do for the, the supporters as well. Give them a team that they're proud of and. Uh, I think we went on the r- right way of doing that today.
1: Was the day everything, you know, a lot of interest about you taken over. You could see it in the turnout of the Eastern fans. We haven't had that since Terry's first year, such a, a turnout was it everything you were expecting?
2: Yeah, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit green when it comes to these things, it's to be honest yeah. Some people say, oh, there's cameras here and stuff. I, I, I don't kind of see that side of it, you know, yeah. until it kind of happens. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, a, it was brilliant, it was brilliant. And I think the the boys got a huge lift off, James Clancy there and Barry McGuini, I think they both said, they're not sure. They've ever, at half one they were saying any league game they've ever played for Leitrim. there was never that many people in for the whole yeah. game, never mind at half one, uh, half an hour yeah. before the game. So that's great to see. As I've always said, the people Leitrim football still mad about football. You just need to, we need to give them uh, something that they want to support and I think today uh, is the start of that, that process.
1: I suppose Cavan's physicality probably sh- on a very heavy pitch, really bad conditions. That physicality bit of experience to have probably was the difference in him.
2: I think they won the game the way they used the wind, yeah. and they, they, they won the toss and they decided to go against the wind yeah. um, and that's the reason they did it because they knew that, that bit of, uh, uh, that bit of uh, a class in the second half just to, to kick over the scores where we were in the first half rushing one or two bits yeah. maybe um, and we learned from that as well um, both as a manager team and as players uh, as players I thought like some of the frees given to Ray Gallagher in the first half were soft yeah. uh, I think by the extreme particularly one coming in off the stand side here where it appeared that a cabin man lost the ball. And all them little yeah. edges were they were vital throughout the game. And uh, uh, yeah, we had a few altercations there, but it, w- it was good <laughs> fun, you know?
1: It's different on the sideline, obviously. Uh, inter- I know you've done it before, things like that. Inter-county, probably have a more of an appreciation of what your managers used to be showing at yourself.
2: Aye, uh, you see there, like the, the, the cabin boys, when uh, Bruner and um, number 13, sorry, his name slips from the line yeah. for Cavan went down and the two of them were battling. And their guy was on a yellow yeah. card know the boys were pulling them off straight away, so yeah. there's cuteness there, there's things to yeah. be learning, people think all the learning <laughs> is on the field, but there's learning on the sideline as well, and you look at the likes of Ryan men around there, and the guys, and um, you try to learn from them
3: as well. Maybe a word on each defensive <coughs> shape today, I thought it was pr- pretty good in, in both halves, you know, cabin seven, eight wide, is it maybe a sign of their frustration after half time, they were maybe trying to put force the envelope a bit here, but th- they got frustrated, and it set a bit of a, p- a bit of a rhythm, then we did a
2: pattern, and Leecher got back to seven apiece. Yeah, I'd have been very happy. I, I'm not sure we conceded a goal. chance. Oh, we did one yeah. one goal chance for the fist over the bar, um, and that was from our mistake. Yeah. So I don't think we created, uh, conceded a goal chance from that side. Uh, like the, the big thing, our, our defensive shape was good, which we were working on, of course. But we did create chances up top. Yeah. And uh, if we're smaller more clinical, we might be having a different conversation. But we'd be happy with the defensive shape and hoping something like we can build on from next week onto the onto on the tip game, onto the London game then after. And League Football it's all about momentum. You get a chance to build week to week, game to game, and you know, what's gonna be the approaching you reckon now coming no head no tip next weekend? again? Oh yeah, we'll go similar. Um hopefully if everyone fit. We I think we'd only one person out uh, through a fitness issue today, uh, which was Evan Sweeney. Um, so we just try to keep like the boys have done an incredible job. Diane McCabe, Shane and them guys have done an incredible job over the last couple of weeks keeping everyone healthy. And uh, the key is to go to tip with as many healthy players as we can. And uh, uh, As you've seen there today, we ran the bench, we, we got five guys on. And I think I think they all did really well, to be honest, when they came on. Yeah. Like Jammer was or Sorry, James Rooney was brilliant when he came on. Quinn, Flynn, uh, Keeney, Pryor, they all done their job when they came on. So it was great to see that in a small county like Leitrim, we can put twenty fellas out in the pitch they can all perform in, in one given day, so why
1: can't we just go from that? Perry yeah. now next week, another big challenge. I don't know how they got on to there. But like it's it's down there, it'll be you know, it's another challenge. And you'd be hoping the Leitrim fans have come and support us.
2: It's the consistency of the yeah. thing we're trying to improve. I think like under Terry last year, like those patches in games yeah, for were outstanding. Yeah. You know, outstanding the Antrim game, particularly when Sweeney yeah. comes off the bench, kicks one two, one three. Um loud the same yeah. we went up 7-6 here in Port Sean and then it slips away yeah. so it's that consistency we need to go to Tipperary next week and produce the same level of energy um, and hopefully the, the crowd comes with us and helps us along the way as well Absolutely.
0: and you haven't much experience in uh, Division 4 yourself as a player what did you feel about the uh, did the expectations and the reality match in your head after the game for
2: yeah, I played Cavan. I think in yes, my second last year playing for my own the league, I think the better than Mikhail Park. So it just shows if you're not concentrating on the league, where it can end up. And now all of a sudden, Cavan finds themselves in, in, in Division Four. Uh, did it live up to everything I thought? I thought, to be honest, I, like I kind of our management team would get enthralled in our own team, and uh, we get excited by our own team. I and mean, when you see Casey bursting out with the ball, and you see um, Donald Rinn going man to man with with Tom Gallagher and star um, i do doing really well. I think that's where they excite the excitement comes from. So, would I look at Division One, Division Four? Uh, not really. I'd look at our team and see how we're getting on. In terms of, I suppose, the physicality
0: today, Cavendish just seemed to have that little bit of extra power. Uh, what can Litrum do, I suppose, in the short term to, to counter that against another f- recent provincial yeah. champion? Well, you can't turn
2: back time. Uh, we're working hard on, on our s and I think you can see it by our conditioning. Um, we're working hard on it. Um, I thought Cavendish maybe bit, f- maybe got away with a bit physically, uh, I'm not sure, I'm not fully sure, I agree that they got us at times, I'm not sure you could say they're Prune, Casey, uh, Joe Tony Rin. them boys got out muscled Paul Keeney when he came on, I think they did, they held their own and um, I'd be kind of proud of them in, in that regard. Uh, where I think having made the difference was you see the kick from the left foot from Lynch there at the last with the left foot from the sideline They just had a bit more clinical in front of goal and I think that's with the wind and I think that's where was the difference in the game
0: Well, so well done today Andy, the hard luck on the results and best luck next week Thanks very much Mark Diffley, a disappointing results I suppose in the end but a promising
4: performance in front of a bumper crowd here in Parkshawn today uh, What's your thoughts? Uh, look, it was, I suppose it good performance overall from the team, we were quite happy with it I think we gave, gave it as good as we got there and well, it as it's the first day out again, I think we're working on ourselves and we know where we have to go and where we want to go to but overall the performance is good there's a lot of positives out to take in
0: us. I suppose a big statement today from the management picking the team uh, with you with starting a full-back I suppose with the more experienced Paddy McGuire, who's who's made this position his own over the last few years moved out to the corner um, is that a nice vote of confidence from the, from the new management here?
4: Uh, I suppose the management 't comp- give confidence to everyone, like they, we work really hard on ourselves, they tell us what we often do, we carry out our jobs. But well, it, uh friend with Paddy and, and was well, all the lads there was well, just all kind of in and give each other a dig out when we have to and well, it, look at Paddy's a great man to have beside you there, can, he a wealth of experience there and things I that can learn off and I just wanna keep learning and keep getting better.
0: Big switch, then uh, half-time, see, going in for the, the throw-up in midfield, a bit of an unusual side at this level, but uh, you could talk to like duck to water, you seem, didn't seem out of your depth at any, any stage?
4: Ah, look, it was at this stage of the game, positions don't really mean too much, so if you want to be playing at top level, you have to be able to play any position. you understanding understand the game and all that. Again, there's lads there like doing Rain really and more Swinging Sans, they can learn off and ask questions when you need to be. So we knew that may have been the case before the game. So I was uh, just learning sort of off the other lads like, and just not being afraid to go and do it. Like.
0: What's the mood like in the restroom after the
4: game? Uh, as I said, we're kind of a happy performance, we've done really well. Uh, obviously, we probably just didn't just, We had them down the stretch, we probably just didn't do enough towards the end in the first half to win the game but uh, I thought we, we fought fierce well and we uh, gave us good we got. The result obviously didn't go our way but performance overall is very good.
0: Of course, Tipperary next week, second uh, 2020 champions, uh, Provincial Champions in a row. Uh, what's it like taking on teams? Do you don't expect to be playing Provincial Champions or recent Provincial
4: Champions in Division 4 of the league. It's a, it's a tough opener. I should look the games you want to play. We know where we want to get to that level, and I, I think we showed there today we're not off that level. I think we're just on par with them. I think we could have gone and won that game there say, easily if we, if we just kicked on a bit in the first half. But uh, I think that's what, if you want to play at that level, you want to be that good, you have to beat them. And look at all of us here looking forward to going down to Briar next week, and probably looking forward to it us.
0: Uh, Recently announced his new Leitrim captain, David Brun, Leitrim Gales, Uh, congratulations on the appointment first of all, Uh, your thoughts after the game today?
5: Uh, Initially disappointing I suppose, we lost the game, so I know we're playing a a very good team like Kavanagh pretty much, realistically they're a bit too deep, but uh, you know initially
0: Tough conditions there today. The rain in the first half didn't help handling issues and a few mistakes probably cost us opportunities in that first half. Um, what's uh, I suppose what, what could have gone better for Leitrim in that respect?
5: Uh, probably giving away too many scores of threes, um around uh, around the 20, 20, 25 years out. And you know, going to kick them all day long so even against him. But uh, yeah, we looked to improve on that next game. But uh, we did create a lot, even, like with the wind, like a lot of goal chances. So. Yeah, we we'll, we'll to in,
0: in terms of that game next weekend, how much preparation have you done for Tipperary so far? Has all the folks been on this weekend's game? Uh, all the folks been on this weekend's game. It's no point getting past You know they're also champions 14 months ago. So, like, yeah, no, we haven't thought of Tipperary at all,
5: but we'll move on to them
0: next week. Next week. Of course they uh, were also provincial champions in that season of 2020. Um, any little bit of fear at all or are you confident that performance like today or higher will, will bring you back a, a point or two?
5: Yeah no no fear at all, there's no fear like it's the young squads so there's no fear and um, I think you know, we, we're obviously going to respect Tipperary but if we push on a bit more we'll, uh, we, should, we should get the win and we need the win I
0: think. Yeah. Obviously on a personal level uh, first time captain of the county how much does that mean to you?
5: I ah, know yeah, it's a proud day, proud for me and the club I suppose but um, you know, I really wasn't really focusing too much on that. I was really focusing on the game. So you know, I'll take time to, to, to reflect on that. It is nice, but the main focus is the game.
0: You mentioned the club. I might mention that since as He shared the same club. Um, obviously, your two sisters also playing for Leitrim in the, in the ladies' code. But uh, from your own point of view, th- two clubmates in, in that defensive unit with you today: Donald Casey ahead of you in, the, in the centre back, and Brendan Flynn behind you. For the youngest club in the county, it must be nice to, to have that kind of representation at this level. 20% of the county team coming from, uh, the, as I said, the youngest club in the county.
5: Yeah, I don't know, if we ever have? Maybe we might have had last year, we three on it, but you yeah, know, it's good. it's good for the club, and um, it shows the progression of the club,
0: the underage work has been done in the club, but uh, you yeah, know, it is proud of, the, it's proud of the girls. Well, listen, well done today, congratulations on the appointment, as I said, and uh, best of luck next week against Tipperary. Now, my next guest uh, requires no introduction to most people who've been following gaelic games across the county over the last year whether it's as a footballer with his intermediate championship win inside drummer Hare or with the county hurlers over the last few years or even as a referee refereeing his debut in the senior championship football championship that is last year in one of the early games in drum shambo and martin feeney you're welcome back to the program martin how are you
6: doing hi briefly how are you getting on thanks for having me on
0: I'm great. It's been a while since we've chatted to you, you've been a busy boy um, we'll sm- start maybe with the football first and get that out of the way because we're here to talk about Hurland predominantly but uh, Drum yeah. champions, champions of everything nearly last year they touched, whether it was the the men or the women or the whole shebang Yeah, got very fond of silverware up there in North Leitrim.
6: Look, uh, we had a really successful year and it was a really enjoyable year for football and hopefully let it continue, keep it going now onto this year as well
0: yeah, the club seem in a really good place at the moment, both on and off the pitch, of course, with the success of their fundraising drive. And I know they gave away a couple of nice holidays there uh, over the Christmas break as well. So, But it's nice to be back playing sports. And, of course, Leitrim got off to a great start for the new year with that win uh, two weeks ago in the Connacht Senior Shield competition. It's a new kind of pre-season competition from uh, the Connacht Council. But a good performance against Roscommon. A victory against Mayo, the first competitive victory in, uh, I believe, over four decades against uh, the, the Mayo side. Nice for a little vote of confidence, even if the competition isn't maybe the, the elite focus for the year.
6: Um, look, really good competition set up by Connacht GA there, and good opportunity for us to play in the new Connacht Air Dome there as well. Like on full size pitch inside, you wouldn't think you'd be playing hurling in it, but honestly, it was probably the best conditions ever to play hurling in. So no indoor rain, when you usually go to Valley Harness, it's usually like that. But with that new indoor facility, it's fantastic. And obviously, the two games we got to play were really good. Um, Good to test ourselves against two teams who are two tiers above us in championship at the minute. So they're in the Christie ring, uh, Roscommon and Mayo. And we were really competitive in both games. And we were quite unlucky against Roscommon. And then we kind of carried on over how we were playing in the second half of the Roscommon game to the Mayo game and kind of dominated that game from the start. I know they would have been a bit depleted with their Touraine fellas missing, but it was still good, good, good to get a competitive game and a win as well. So that was the main aim.
0: Yeah, in terms of those kind of competitions, how important is it to get those opportunities to play at team's that are just that, that notch or two further up the, the ladder than yourselves because I suppose you're so used to playing the, the Longfords, the Cavans, the Sligos at the junior level, the Nicky Racker level and the Laurie Meyer level to get that opportunity to take that little step forward even if it is at a, a kind of second-ish string um, just to see, to test yourselves and gauge where you're at.
6: Look, it's a really good step up and I think we generally rise to the occasion or the team or the position that we do play so No matter what level they're at, we kind of rise up to them. And in terms of Roscommon, we never really have had the chance to play Roscommon maybe in the last 10 years or so. And we were really up for that game as well. So it's good to play these different teams in Connacht. Um, They might bring in Galway sometime as well. That would be funny, but I would leave that for another year.
0: Maybe a Galway junior team perhaps might be... uh, They'd probably still be the favourites to win it. But I suppose Roscommon back... Going back to my memory now, it goes back a bit further than yours, but Roscommon would have actually competed in a Connacht senior final in the last 20, 25 years on a regular basis against Galway. Now, they wouldn't have been too competitive, but they would have been at that level. And to see Leitrim now taking them on, running them close to three points, um, it must be a real good vote of confidence within the squad. And just in terms of where you're at and, and how far you can take this squad over the next couple of seasons.
3: Uh,
6: well, it kind of shows where we're going. We're going in the right direction. and. Condition wise, we were well able to keep with them, both teams. And that was generally an area that we needed to improve on from last year and the last few years in general. So we have End of Lines in now on board as a strength and conditioning coach, and he's doing a lot of work with us. And it's really paying off now. And we're not stopping. So we know where we're at now at the minute, but we have a lot more levels to get to if we want to be successful and really drive it on even more. And I think this is really important for us to drive on as a team, anyways.
0: I suppose one of the real nice things to see in the the sport across the county over the last maybe five to ten years, particularly... Is the rise of Clunine, of course, last year? One of the uh, little successes we didn't mention, I should even say little successes. One of the successes we didn't mention at the introduction was, of course, uh, Carr Manor, Clonine and Mont winning the senior Hurling Championship. Um, nice to kind of get that under your belt as well, but they really are providing a real backbone to that team that has probably relied on St Mary's or Carrick Hurling just a little bit too much over. Um, the last two or three decades, it's nice to see a real um, coming together of both those squads in the the Leitrim jersey.
6: Yeah, look, there's a really good mix of Carrick and, uh, and march in the team now, so it's nearly kind of getting to near half and half. But I still there's still a, quite a few more Carrick players. But um, every year, to be honest, the uh, club championship, I know it's only one game and one final, but to be honest, it's a really competitive game. And the last three years, it's been going to extra time. It's only been one point wins, and it's. It's constantly nipper talk, and then it's good after that to come in together as a team and work together with all these players, and then drive it on together. And hopefully, this year, as our as I said to you before, we went live. Uh, our aim will be to drive on together and win the league and championship this year.
0: Yeah, no, it's important because I suppose I saw two of those three finals, not the one you won, uh, funny enough, but the the two previous ones. And I think even any of the neutrals and probably even some of the Carrick players and staff would agree that you probably should have won both days and they just had that little bit extra and extra time on both of those occasions. So it's been coming. You've been knocking on that door for a couple of years. But I suppose that brings us to where we are now, looking forward to the National League campaign. Of course, Division 3B of the league this year. You're in with Lancashire, Calvin Longford. And for mana, first up is a clash with Lancashire this weekend. On uh, in Dublin, they've they've to come in. Obviously, that's part of the the COVID issue that you can't ask every team to go over and back. But they're going to be back and forth, and like yo-yos, I suppose, to play their games in Abbottstown. And um, this weekend, what's the, the I suppose the outlook going into that game? Uh, confident of, of putting up a good show, maybe getting a result in that game.
6: Um, to be honest, we have no idea what they're going to be bringing over because they haven't been in the competition for the last two years due to COVID. But we did play them um two or three years ago over there and they've come over a lot as well. And in general, we have got the better the most on most occasions and I think it's really important to set the stall out straight away, first game of the league, get the win. So our main intention is to go up there, put the performance in and I believe, and all the management and the team itself believe that we're going to win that game.
0: I suppose, given the the disappointment of last year's league campaign, the... Uh- without a victory, uh, what's the, the realistic plan for this year? What's the, the hope? What can be delivered? Is a, Can we beat some of these teams? Can we challenge for promotion? Um, where are the, the mindset within the squad and management at the moment?
6: Well, to be honest, um, we started the year off really well in our challenge games and also in the competition in the Connacht Dome as well. And our aim this year is to get the league and championship double. In terms of the league itself, we have some really tough games in the league there this year, as you mentioned, the four different teams you have to play. Starting off with Lancashire is a difficult one, but it's good to get that over and under our belt in a really fast pitch, which will suit us up in Abbottstown. I know it'll be quite different when we go back down to Park Sean and different places like that, but to play there in the first game is really important. We've already got a challenge game there, so we're kind of used to the facilities and the area itself and the pitch. And we played there two years ago and against Lancashire as well and got a good result against them. So I'm hoping for that again. And um, we're quietly confident as well.
0: Of course, uh, some of the Leitrim lads even based in Dublin, yourself included. Um, So it's almost more of a home game than actually playing in the county here at the moment. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the, the general spirit within the squad and, and any new arrivals in that maybe uh, fans might not have seen in the county jersey at senior level before.
6: Um, so at the minute, morale is very high um, in the camp and everything seems to be going to plan. We have a uh, good structure to our sessions with our new coach in from um, Galway. He's from Portumna. So we have uh, Joe in and we also have uh, Enda Lyons in as well in the backroom team as the s coach. So that's been a really big help. And it's really been uh, quite eye opening to see how fit, unfit we were at the start of the year when we started in December and how much we've improved in six, six to eight weeks already so our fitness is really a big thing that we wanted to target, as I mentioned, and it's something we're improving on. Um, In terms of some of the new arrivals in the team, um, we have a couple of new young lads coming into the team, and we have a lad from Dublin as well that's coming to the team, Uh, so his name's Joe Murray, so he's had an instant impact already on the team, so he had two good games there in the Dome, so it really suited him as a corner forward to be playing there, Um, and I think he scored about 115 there against Mayo, so Took a lot of plaudits and he's well deserved he works really hard in training and he's a nice lad as well so good to have him on board this year excellent
0: uh, in terms of your own time commitments and, and and everything you obviously you play a bit of soccer as well i know with drummer hair and you, we talked with the refereeing and the hurling and the football how do you manage to keep it all up we hear about the dual player kind of dying off but you're not just a dual player you've a, a triple threat and the referee in as well how do you manage to to juggle everything and not constantly disappoint um teammates or, or squads when when you're not available for games when they clash
6: um i uh, to be honest the new structure that's come in really suits the kind of dual players at the minute so and the kind of county players and club players so playing off the county season for the first five to six months and then you get the time to then focus on your club for the further six months then in the latter of the year so that's really helpful for me personally so at the minute i'm just personally just focusing on solely on hurling um. So, as the target I said would be the league of championship. So that's my pure focus at the minute, just playing hurling. Um, I do like to play soccer as well. So it's just for the local club there in Drumahair. It's only newly established in the last two years. So generally in the off season, I would play that as well, which is quite enjoyable. Something different, good to mix it up. And then for Gaelic, in terms of that, luckily enough, uh, I know the club's season will be starting up now towards end of February with challenge matches and trainings coming back. But the main kind of competitions won't start until county finishes, which is good for me. So I get to come back into the team and I should bring a good level of fitness already from the Hurling. So I would hopefully, after a few trainings, get back into the team.
0: I think you will get back in the team this
6: year. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think you'll get back in the team. You'll be all right up there in hair. They need someone to keep that ball over the bar. And um, well, listen, Martin, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, chatting to you again. The best luck against Lancashire at the weekend up there in Abbottstown. Uh, do you know the situation of tickets? I'm sure people can c- go along and watch the game if they want.
6: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they can go up the game. all right. I'm not sure if there's going to be tickets up online like they do now. I think they've gone away with paying at the door kind of way, but. Um, it will be announced on the Leitrim GA page, anyway. Yeah, keep few days. an eye on
0: all the the Leitrim GA social medias for all of that sort of stuff, and they'll they'll keep you informed as they always do. Martin, thanks very much for joining us. Best luck on Saturday and for the rest of the season.
6: Thanks, a million birthday. Talk to you again. Of course, here on the podcast, we like
0: to take a look at the ladies' game in the county, and representing the county, of course, is the senior girls. Uh, the small matter it might have. Uh, passed you by over the last two months, but Leitrim actually won the Intermediate Connacht Championship, uh, a nice victory over local rivals, Roscommon, just before Christmas. And uh, Hugh Donnelly, the manager of the Leitrim senior team joins us. Hugh, welcome back.
3: Thank you very much. Thanks for having us again. Yeah.
0: It it did kind of creep up on people because it just kind of happened. Uh, It was a game in Park, Sean, one game championship effectively because Sligo didn't field against Leitrim and uh, Lithron went on to win win the championship. Uh, nice to get silverware. Uh, what's your thoughts looking back on it now, a couple of weeks later?
3: Yeah, look, it's it's um, it's always nice to win any competition, um, but for us, I suppose for for the hard yards that we have done this last number of years, and for everybody that has committed to it, um, it was great to get a little bit of silverware because I suppose you know we are progressing and people can see that and people know that, and and you know it, it's it's there in abundance, but sometimes you need that material object, you need that, you know, cup to to, to, to take home, yeah. so yeah, listen, it, it's, it, it was late, started, in terms of, of the, the championship, Um, Roscommon played Sligo, beat Sligo, um, Sligo had a number of club teams out, I think that following weekend then was, in, in the Connacht championship, so they, they didn't fail, so we ended up playing Roscommon, a straight shootout, so, um, in Park Sean, so yeah, look, it, it's, We'll take it all day long. Um, It's been quite a while since we won an intermediate um, championship. Um, So yeah, we're delighted. Delighted and it set us up nicely now moving into the new year.
0: Yeah, because I don't think people really expected it to happen, um, maybe summer. But were you training the whole way up to that or what was the the routine in in the build-up to that game? Did you pull the girls in early for next season effectively?
3: Um, no, not really. We, you know, there was an interest, there was an email sent out by a Connacht and they were in, you know, they they quizzed us on on the counties in terms of would we be interested in feeling for the Connacht championship. I think it's because most other provinces got their, got their, 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 um, championship played. And for me, um, it's always nice to play your own provincial championship and it's always a nice, you know, um, you know, up to get so in terms of it's your own province so um and we said yeah we'd be interested and and then luck listen between i suppose with the manor girls pushing on and, and doing as well as they did and joe's girls um we were kind of late starting and then we just used it then as a kind of a, a, a half pre-season Um we used it to take a look at players and we, we, we brought in new players we brought in a little bit of youth and, and we brought in some experienced players and uh yeah, it's no ball from there. We went and we won it and it set us up um, as I said, nicely for the new year.
0: Yeah, it does build that little bit of confidence as well in the squad. In terms of the the new additions to the, the team, without maybe naming all the names out there, um, who's come in that's impressed you that we're likely to see a bit of in the in the upcoming league campaign?
3: Oh uh, yeah, look, to be honest, we've we've probably 12 or 14 in, in terms of just a, a blend of youth and experience. The gears have come back who were previously out of the country and, and were travelling and, and things like that. So they've come back in. Um, and then we have a, a pilot of miners that come up and, and that's what we were trying to do. We were trying to blood in a little bit of, of youth to have that. And that keeps the keeps the gears ticking by also in terms of the, the, the previous gears that was there on, on the previous pound. So, um, yeah, look, we, we've... It's it's great because what has happened this last probably three or four weeks in terms of, you know, I, I think there's a general consensus now that we are moving in the right direction and people actually now want to represent Leitrim ladies again. And there's serious competition now. Um, you know, we had strength and depth last year in the last two years, but this year again, it, it's colossal. We have actually now kind of matched in terms of, uh, strengths and depths and then it's it's like for like in terms of who we may have to replace and, and the person that's coming on. So training this last five or six weeks has been absolutely brilliant. There's real competition and um, players are, are looking forward to getting involved. So you need that youth. Um, some of the gears that's come in, you know, they're chomping at the bit. They have absolutely no fear and, and they're pushing each other on and they're pushing the older generation on and which is great because we needed that. So yeah, it, it's, it's left for a very easy pre-season because we've had a few challenge games and you know, we played a tennis game, you know, last Sunday and we made 13 changes at halftime and somebody made a comment that the standard didn't drop. So that that was a real indicator of where we're at because when you make so many changes, um, sometimes the standard can drop. But in fact, uh, if anything, it, it, it maintained it and, and, and even raised. So, yeah, look, it's, it's great to get so many players representing the county again.
0: Yeah, I suppose. And you talk about all the new additions to the team every new season. There's also a few departures. I know Alva Clancy has um, got is going traveling in in the, in the very near future, or if she's not already gone, and um, so she might not be part of the squad this year. Won't be part of the squad um in the short term, at least. Um, anyone else that we can expect maybe not to see that we would have seen in recent years.
3: Uh, no anybody that's kind of committed to to the thing you know alva made it very clear to me early on that that she had other plans and that's fine she's you know she soldiered for for a long time and, and she was a great servant of last year so you know life as it is these things crop up and, and people have to live their lives and and that's i you know we, we wish her the very best in terms of and look listen if her, if her plans change you know she, she's you know we've made it very clear that we've come but say to that that's you know, we we have a pretty settled panel now. Um we're still carrying a quite a large panel. Um which again allows us for injuries. We've with we maybe three or four gears carrying injuries, um one or two longer longer term injuries. But overall, um no, we've we a, a really settled panel and, and we have a few gears, as I said, who who um just with injuries and stuff will not be involved in the early future now coming into the National League. But uh, listen, hopefully um we can clear them up and, and leave us a little bit stronger then moving forward.
0: Yeah, one of those players struggling with injury at the moment is uh, Myron Devaney. Of course, she she played ju- dual status last year, playing with Leitrim and with Athlone Town in the Women's National League in, in soccer. Um, I know she's re-signed for Athlone this year. Will she be part of your plans as well?
3: Yeah, well, look, listen, the, the big thing is we've been in communication and, and uh, we've talked on numerous occasions and she's, the first thing that we have to do is is get the injuries. You know, she's no use to long us Town or us if she doesn't get them settled. So that's the first thing. She's got to be given time um to to um get them injuries to bed. So listen um you know, soccer is our our, our first preference in terms of you know that that's which is fine. We've been in communication and have done this last number of weeks. So um if the opportunity arises to represent Lethrum, she will. She's made that clear and she would like to do that. But you know, it's it's. I'm not even contemplating that at this at the minute until you know we get her injury and other injuries cleared up because, as I said, she's no benefit to anybody standing on the sideline. So, primarily, it's it's important that we get them injuries sorted. You know.
0: Yeah, I suppose one other thing. Listeners who aren't familiar with the ladies' game probably might not be aware of. I suppose how prevalent switching codes is in the ladies' game. Um, female athletes have options whether it's rugby or, or soccer we've seen that with the likes of Hannah Johnson uh, moved her to Dublin to play her rugby and, and others have obviously well trodden paths to soccer over the years whether it's Dervila Byrne or um, Alva Clancy herself or, or Myrne um, Sligo Rovers have launched a new team this year I haven't seen any Leitrim names announced just yet but is that a, a worry is that a, a concern in terms of maybe being an attractive proposition for the likes of Leah Fox as well who has played underage National League before?
3: Um, it's funny you would say that because um, Steve Finney, the, the the guy who took over, um, with Lego, the Sligo first team, I I work with him in in Ballinamore with the soccer myself. So I have him well warned off to keep my to keep his um, his hands well worn uh, off early term gear. So now, listen, I know Steve really well, and and again, if if anyone did ever have to switch codes or or want to switch codes, then I have a, a really good working relationship with Steve as well. So. It's like everything else; at all boils down to communication, and and you know, it's making sure that that you know that everybody can get get the benefit of their players if and when needed. So, no, initially I, I'm not overly worried because, as I said, it's it's um, I know Steve fairly well, so he's been um, he's been well marshaled already. So.
0: Yeah, I did watch one of their preseason games. I didn't see any recognizable faces that would normally be in green and gold. So I think we're safe on that score for the time being, at least. In terms of the actual football, though, I suppose we come into this season now with that conic championship boost just before Christmas. The league starts in just uh, ten days now. I think a trip to Fermanagh mm-hmm. um, up towards your direction. What's the, uh, the, the, I suppose the outlook? It's four teams in the division. Um, we got to the final of Division Four last year. Probably a. Uh, an unlucky start against loud so it's not have enough in the tank just to close that gap by the end of the game but can we get out of Division 4 do we have to get out of Division 4 for for the work that's gone in with this group of players
3: ah yeah look listen I think it's our aspirations to do that and I think the fact that we've been there now and and have that experience we know exactly what it's going to take now and, and how important not just starting a game is but obviously closing out games so in terms of unless the fixtures have changed I hope we're home to Fermanagh uh, I think oh, we, are, yeah, yeah. we are. Yeah, so I sh- I, sh- I thought you maybe were prevalent to information that I didn't have. So, um, but yeah, we're home to. <laughs> yeah, we're home to Fermanagh, So, um, look, and they've a through transition and they're under new management. So, um, and what has happened up there has been well documented. So we're under no illusions. What what is going to bring, James Daly will will set them up, and and we'll he'll have them working really hard. So, you no, know, we cannot take anything for granted. Um. So, you know, we, we've got to get past Romana first. They, they'll bring the intensity. They're always hard a, a, enough um, to beat, and they're enough, you know, they're, they're a tough nut to crack in terms of. We just about got, got across the line uh, last year in terms of the championship with them. So, they'll, they'll bring a serious intensity to it. And as I said, James will have them well organised. But in terms of their overall aspirations, yeah, we want to go one step further. Um, we don't want to. Have last year, you know, we have a lot of regrets. I personally a lot of regrets. I think we left it behind us. So it's really important that we focus one step at a time. And, and I personally am not looking past Fermanagh, because, as I said, on any given day, they will give you they'll give you enough bother. So, um, but it's good to get back into competitive football. It's good to get you know you can play all the challenge games you want, you can play all the in house games you want. Just to you can't be that competitive edge in terms of what it brings. So we're looking forward to it. I think the are looking forward to it. It's it, you know it's it's. You know, back on the road again, and you're you're trying to redeem, I suppose, the wrongs of last year. So yeah, we're we're looking forward to it. the gears. Are looking forward to it.
0: Well, listen, I'm sure we'll be following your progress through the league and the, eventually the championship later in the year. Hugh, it's been a pleasure as always. Thanks for joining us, and the very best of luck for the season ahead.
3: No problem. One last thing, Brett if at all possible, we um, have kind of launched a lot of. Um, we're, we've just kind of done a a fundraising drive in terms of sponsorship so I can just say a special thank you to to all the businesses and on the individuals who have sponsored the players and um, we've went kind of with a different um initiative this year for for raising funds so listen uh, just a, a massive thank you to to everybody that is you know, um with the current climate and things like that. I know it's it's every every euro points. So listen, I just want to say a special thanks to to all the players, number one, for, for going out and getting the sponsorship, and number two for the businesses and individuals who have sponsored. So um thanks a million, just
0: Absolutely vital to keep the show on the road. Funds badly needed, as we're gonna hear later in the programme from Eamon Degnan. Hugh, thanks very much. Best luck on Sunday week.
3: No problem. Thanks, a Million Bretney. Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Now, leaving the game on Sunday afternoon, I bumped into a very familiar face to anyone who's been following Leitrim since probably the mid-70s or so. A former player, of course, one of the founders of the Supporters Club 35 years ago. I'm joined now by Eamon Deignan. Eamon, you're very, very welcome to the show again.
7: Thank you very much, Breffney. It's good to be able to talk to you again and good the football is back up and running.
0: Absolutely, you said it. Let's start maybe with the football then. Of course, uh, Sunday afternoon, Calvin, neighbours Cavan in town in Parkshaw mcdeer met a bumper crowd, conditions we won't talk about. Uh, but despite defeat, not a bad performance from the lads. What, what were your thoughts after the game?
7: Yeah, well, my, my first thoughts were exactly what you said there, Brett, going into the match, the wind and the rain and the conditions don't suit Leeds' Um, But uh, on the game itself, Every supporter saw huge commitment by all the players, uh, total effort, and certainly huge progress within the team. So we had a few chances, but scores came easier to Kevin. So overall, the supporters were very positive about it and we're heading to Semple Stadium on Sunday. And I'm confident that we'll beat Tip. And if if we beat Tip, we're back in the game big time because – that's a that's a, now a, a huge game for us. Of
0: course, uh, the, uh, the 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 mood in the in the ground after the game very very different to maybe the mood around the county all those few months ago and Mikhail Park when our championship was season was ended by Mayo last year. Can you even compare the two? I suppose the ways that, that people are looking at the the football team in the county right now.
7: Well, I I, I was at uh, at the game in Mayo and I know exactly what you're talking about, uh, but you can't compare it and um, it's certainly been fairly close to it and um, there's a panel of 40 players that have totally bought into andy and, and michael there in, as the management team and really uh, there's a uh, everyone is aligned now Brethney, the county board the team the supporters and the fundraising so we're all on on one path and uh, certainly Leeds some football is really in a good place, and the one thing we need now is just patience, because we have the management team, the players are totally committed, and we have we have the players for the first time in a long time. So it's about just uh keeping the financial support behind them, because in fact I don't know if you saw there, but during the week Martin Brennan he had a table in the Irish Independent, and. The team expenditure of the Leedsham team was the third lowest of all counties. So it does require huge resources to prepare our county teams and we're preparing the seniors under 20s and under 17s. But we must come in now and support this management team because um, they are unbelievably committed to getting Leedsham uh, some success, getting out of Division 4, getting up Division 3, but Be patient and it will come. It will come. You mentioned a couple of words in
0: there that will give me lovely little segues into what we're actually going to talk about today. You mentioned the finances and the word path in there as well. And one of the highlights for me on Sunday was looking around the crowd, around the ground, just from the press box above everybody, the number of yellow hats. And that's going to be part of what we talk about, too, on display through the crowd. It was a lovely little feeling. But tell us where all those things come together in the 50 mile challenge that's just completed uh, on Monday of this week uh, we'll talk about how people can still get involved but uh, the first 31 days of the year everyone in the county out walking wearing their yellow hat and it's raised a massive amount of money for that preparation that you spoke about for the county teams 141,000 so far but tell us maybe about the challenge and where it came from and the origin of it
7: Okay I'll, I'll just go back to where it started last year uh, with our first challenge um, Adrian O'Flynn a Who's a former county footballer was introduced to us by Colin Regan. Uh and now Adrian is a professional fundraiser. I mean, that's what he does uh in his day job, and he does a lot of fundraising for charities. So he came to us and offered his services uh as a, an, a social media fundraiser. So in fact, it's in fact it's a technology-based uh, fundraiser. So he met with Pauly White, Mike Feeney, and myself here in Dublin, presented uh, what he thought would work for us, we said that looks good. We took it to the county board, and they they approved it. So the the ch- challenges of technology, fundraiser. Now w- with technology, you need expertise, and Leedsum are blessed to have Brendan Doyle as our IT officer. Now uh, Brendan, as you know, maintains the website and all the IT issues of the county board, and he's always in the background, but. The success of the challenge has a lot to do with Brendan Doyle. Um, so the, the beauty of IT, to go back to the IT, it facilitates the Leedsome diaspora all over the world to, to keep in touch with Leedsome and be part of it. And th- that's why the challenge has been a success. It's, the challenge is all exclusive, all inclusive. It wasn't just Le- Leedsome GA, And as part of the challenge, uh, people last year posted up Uh, photographs and some videos of the areas that were walking in. And this gave people around Leedsham information that they wouldn't normally have and basically encouraged them to say, I must go and visit parts of Leedsham I've never been. And Leedsham Tourism, when they saw the effect of this, they uh, became our partner in this year's challenge. So, and the Leedsham Tourism input to this challenge was significant because They had five ambassadors uh, who did promotional videos for us. Uh, Carol Coleman, uh, Ronan Hazlitt, Porrick White, and Charlie McGettigan, and Detta McNiff. And of course, uh, we had the famous Seamus O'Rourke, who who, uh, did his piece on the late late called Walk On. And this just, it got momentum from all these things, but they were hugely significant. You have some big figures uh, you want to
0: get out there as well in terms of the reach of this, both uh, in terms of the participants and the people who've donated and made up. At the moment, as we're talking, it's just over 140,000. We expect it to finish somewhere a little bit closer to 150,000 when everything is said and done. Tell us about maybe how many countries, how many counties across the the, the island we actually featured in here as, as Leitrim people doing what we can for our county team.
7: Okay, I'll, I'll go back to your hats first, and we had a great debate of how many hats we needed. So we got 1,700 hats uh, produced, uh, 200 went to New York, and 1,500 were uh, distributed in Ireland and across Europe. Now, in in Ireland alone, and people walked in 27 out of the 32 counties. Uh, the hats people registered for the hats. So the hats were sent to nine different countries, nine different countries, and donations were received from 58 different countries. So that just shows you the power of technology, the power of the diaspora, and the, it's evidence, really, that the, the challenge is an IT fundraiser. Um, but the, the, the challenge, while it was a fundraiser, um, it's... it's uh, promotes our county both within and without and people will see places they want to go to. But it it also, and this was why Leedsham Tourism saw uh, great potential in it, it also promotes Leedsham as a place to relocate and to work. And post-COVID now, uh, Breffney, the office is not the only place you can work. Um, If you were to pick a county where you could work and bring up a family, you know there's no better county than Leedsham as as both of us know. You, so. you never
0: can turn that off. Uh, we're, we're, gonna, we're running out of time, and I know we've loads to get through, so I'm going to cut you a little bit short, if okay. that's right. Um, there was 27 counties as well, participants from um, in the island of Ireland, so it wasn't just about getting out around the hi- highways and byways of Leitrim. Um, New York City also featured fairly heavily, and there was a big crowd there. I know Seamus Clark, obviously sponsor uh, of the of the uh, county team, but himself and, and his, his good wife have uh, have been really rode in behind and a huge group in New York have taken to this as well.
7: Yeah, and uh, and it took, it took a snow blizzard to stop uh, Seamus and Katrina from having Some of walk. them, not all of them stopped. Some of them still went ahead despite the weather warning. You know, you're absolutely correct. And uh, that were to have their walk on Sunday last in in Tippett, Tippett's Park there in uh, Yonkers, But that's now rescheduled to the 12th of February. So Seamus and Katrina and and, uh, the Leeds and Supporters in New York have been a huge help. And they have uh, Seamus asked for 200 hats. So that'll be worth seeing when they do their walk on the 12th of February.
0: Absolutely. Tell us about some of your favourite moments from the last 31 days, from the social media posts that have gone up, and there's been thousands of them. Everybody posting every day. It's been really nice to kind of just be part of that and and see it going along. Uh, COVID wiped me out, unfortunately, but I am going to do it through the month of February myself. But talk about some of the highlights you've had uh, watching people and and your own experience uh, over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, again,
7: part of the challenge is people telling their stories on, on Facebook and people... Irish people love the stories, but uh, one story that started on the committee was our own Mike Feeney, who uh, had a double hip operation in November. Uh, He said to the consultant uh, after the operation, he was planning to do a 50 mile challenge in January. And the poor consultant thought that he was going to do 50 miles in one day in January. So Michael uh, convinced Mike convinced him anyway. No, it was over the month and he thought the consultant thought it might be possible. But no, and Mike Feeney, everything is possible. He did the walk and is now walking around without crutches and he's all set. Myself and himself are going to Thorles next Sunday. So that's one story close to home. A lady in there, Claire McLaughlin, she told me she wanted to look sharp for her, her daughter's wedding in April. And um, the other uh, exercise that we did, Pori Quite, um, Mike Feeney and myself, we uh, met Declan Darcy at Clonogale Fontenoy. And we walked uh, from Clannagael Fontenoy across the Liffey to Croke Park, where we were met by another Leithram player, Colin Regan. And we walked up the steps of the presentation area in Croke Park. So th- we're, we're hoping the Leithram players will follow us briefly in that regard.
0: Maybe maybe later in the year we'll have a, a trip to Croke Park and I someone so. else from Leithram will be making that trip up the uh the stairs to accept some form of a trophy will it be sam well we won't hold our breath but we'll uh, maybe we might see a Chatham cup or something like that or a league title potentially later in the year in terms of sunday though uh the, well, i mentioned the hats around the ground it was great but despite the really really poor weather conditions a group of people did meet at the bush hotel to make that final walk uh, for the challenge to the ground uh poorly affected by weather, I'm sure, but a few hardy souls did manage to make that little distance.
7: Yeah, we with a few former county players and a few diehards uh did make the the walk from the Bush Hotel, but uh what was uh, hugely significant for me was just in the hotel in the Bush Hotel we we're talking to Joe Dolan and Joe's hotel was packed Saturday night. The restaurant was packed for breakfast sunday morning all because of the match and the captain supporters down for the weekend so that to me was it's it's great to be back to some sort of pre-covid normality and uh, it's hopefully the start now of of us all being out and about and enjoying or going to our games and let's hope lead some winning a few and giving us all something to shout about. Because um, I I also want, briefly, just that this is to thank all the supporters who donated to the challenge and all who took part in the challenge. Because um, Leedsome GA cannot continue without the support of its supporters. So we owe everything to our supporters. And um, when it comes to supporters, and I, I I know your time time restricted but when it comes to funding a county board Leedsham is one of the few where fundraising is the main fundraiser to support the team so we're in a league of our own in that regard and it's it's something that we can all be proud of
0: absolutely and of course on that note just to let people know that the challenge might be finished technically it might not be January anymore but it is still possible to make a donation and all those links will be in the descriptions here, but if you go to the GA Litrum GA website, you'll find all those links as well. I think it's going to be open for a couple of weeks anyway, while the, the New York event happens on the 12th of February. But uh, we won't turn away any money if people want it in terms of Litrum GA. All is greatly accepted. So uh, if you want to get in touch, just Google Leitrim 50 Mile Challenge, you'll find the link. Uh, but please support your friends and family who did it. Uh, pay it through their pages as well give them a the little bit of a of a kudos and a boost for that as well Eamon, i think that's probably all we've time for today thank you very much on what's been a relatively exciting week despite the defeat for the the footballers at the weekend um we go into tipperary with a bit of a, a bit of kind of optimism about what's uh, possible considering they were monster champions just 14 15 months ago uh, that speaks volumes about the where andy and and his team have taken this squad of players in the last couple of months
7: yeah, and uh, and uh, I we go to Tipperary with confidence because it was a really good performance on, on on Sunday. And if we can carry that same performance and same level of commitment and physicality and effort, uh, then I'd be really disappointed, Brethney, if we, if we don't win on Sunday. Absolutely.
0: Well, Eamon, thank you very much for joining us. I'm sure we'll see you either in Park, Sean, or further afield over the next few months. Talk to you very, very soon.
7: Okay, thank you briefly, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about the the challenge. My pleasure.
0: And that, folks, is it for the first episode back of Season 2 of the Lutrum GA podcast here on FinalWhistle.ie. Thanks for joining us for this week. To everyone who made themselves available, to Andy Moran, David Broon, Mark Diffley from the senior team, uh, from... Martin Feeney of the Hurlers, Hugh Donnelly of the Ladies, and also to Eamon Dagnan of the Supporters Club. Uh, Thanks to all of them. We'll be back next week with another show after Leitrim's trip to Tipperary this weekend. It's a long, long way to Tipperary. It will
6: only be seven days before we're back with you again. Talk to you next week.